This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds! Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you Hot D and Lord of the Rings nerds out there. I'm Joanna Quicksticks Krupnik. And I'm Brian. I've reached the limit of my art, Plofsky. Huh? And we're so happy you could explain your situation so poorly to a mining dwarf in the worst way ever <laughs> to be with us today. Because today in the Nerdverse, we are headed nor'east and playing with bugs while giving you our thoughts on the fifth episode of The Rings of Power on Amazon Prime and episode six of House of the Dragon on HBO. Some housekeeping, be sure to head to the feed and check out all of our past episodes on House of the Dragon and Rings of Power. And while you're there, check out our coverage of She-Hulk and Andor as well. You may be thinking, how can you keep up with all of this and i think that too but it's easy for you just make sure you're subscribed to the nerdverse with joanna and brian on spotify or apple podcasts and follow along on all the socials twitter instagram tiktok at the nerdverse pod that is at the nerdverse pod but first as we start all of our episodes this is your spoiler alert alert this is your spoiler alert alert for today's episodes we're going to be spoiling game of thrones possibly fire and blood we'll be spoiling lord of the rings and the rings of power and we might spoil a little mcu stuff so um we might be talking about that Mm -hmm. Uh, but now it's time to enter nerdverse customs let me see your identification This week, we're headed into the Westerosi and Middle-Earthian sector of the Nerdverse. All right, Joanna, uh, let me see your passport. Uh, uh, what is your uh, your hot D Game of Thrones passport? What are your stamps this week? Well, as I'm in the midst of reading Fire and Blood, I am giving myself four centipedes this week. Mm. Uh, I'm giving myself two firefly pins. Oh, why do you wear the pin? Why do you give the pin to your murder group? <laughs> yeah, you cut their tongues out for a reason. So they wouldn't, like, if they get let caught, me... <laughs> they can't say anything. But let me put my, like, logo on their jacket. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, and then for Tolkien, I'm going to do six. Um, six. What am I going to do? Uh, six. I don't know, bejeweled crowns of Numenor. I'm going to do three uh, elves walking through the woods holding a table. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Uh, What are they like? It's like an agate stone table. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um, Okay. All right, but first... For those of you who are listening to this and you haven't been online and watched Ryan Reynolds stuff, like, go watch Ryan Reynolds' social media because we got... We got wild MCU news today. Like, we sure did. Like bonkers, nuts, wild. Um, yeah, there was essentially a really fun Deadpool 3 announcement that Ryan Reynolds had ended was announced for September 6th, 2024. 
And um, apparently Hugh Jackman is returning as Wolverine for a Deadpool movie, which is nuts. And on top of that, if you saw on Twitter, John Krasinski retweeted the video and said, wait, is this our movie? <laughs> Noting that Mr. Fant- his Mr. Fantastic is probably in this uh, movie as well. Um, I'm getting goosebumps, literally just thinking about it. Um, I know Hugh Jackman said he would only return in an Avengers movie or a Deadpool movie, and here we are. Um, Joanna, what are your thoughts on this news? Um, well, yeah, I think – so I put on Nerdverse as soon as this happened, the Krasinski retweet of it so that you got the, 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 full, effect. the full effect. You got the Ryan Reynolds video and then the Krasinski retweet. Um, I mean, I'm obviously game. I have no issue – like I – I was like, yay, because after I saw Logan, of course, we all know what happened in Logan. Um, I was like, I'm sad. I'll miss this man. And, um, you know, and I think I even I think after I watched Logan, I think I texted you or call or something. And I was like, I'm really sad. How will I ever watch a new Wolverine if we get one in the MCU? And you were like, you know, it'll be new blood. It'll be a younger one, which I think is smart. Um Needless to say, though, I was like, "Okay, great, we get we get it again." <laughs> sure, but my my assumption is that this is not in the timeline of right. the MCU. This is in the pre-established like other timeline, and then somehow like this Deadpool will jump or something like that. That that that's like oh, something to that effect. What are your thoughts? I'm so excited. Yeah, honestly, just the just the logo when you see the Deadpool face, and then you see the the claws come through. Like, I'm very excited. I'm I'm interested yeah, to see have to how wait they tie it in over two years for it, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Honestly, this was the best announcement we've gotten in the past, like you know, couple of weeks with whatever you know, know between Deep Disney Plus Day and the um, investor D23 and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this. This was fun news. Um, uh, listen, I I, I just I, I I hope I don't think that he would have done this if he wasn't feeling confident about like what the the concept was I'm talking about Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Um. So I'm 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 game for that. One hundred percent. Bring it on. And and what a what a wonderful introduction to the MCU for um. Ryan yeah. Sure, Reynolds. Ryan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, agreed. I guess. Um. I guess I'm just sort of I I love the way that it was done, but I'm like really why the I want to know why they couldn't do it at D23. Like what did Ryan say? I want to do it my way. Had they not decided? Was it an accident? Did it leak? It and they been, wanted to get. I'm just so curious. I want to know. I want the inside. It, on, so a couple things. One, they might have just want they didn't. That's big news, and they didn't want to overshadow it with like everything else. Two, contracts may not have been done yet. Like honestly, like. Like, the, you know, Hugh Jackman's contract may have not been done yet. You know, stuff like that. So, you know, I, I'm assuming that Krasinski signed something maybe when he did Multi for Madness. Like, you know, like a multi-picture deal or something. I don't know. Or maybe not. Do you uh, think I that's mean, official? Or do you think that's just Krasinski, like, fucking with us all? Um... Because there's a there's a chance that he could be like, oh, course. let me just let me just pile on here and make everyone go crazy. Which I don't yeah. think Krasinski... I, I like him, and I I think that's like really crazy chaos energy to bring to Twitter. But that's Jim energy. It, Jim would be way too chill for that. No, that's just crazy. That's crazy well, energy. But if if you're putting if we're Dwight 
That's gym energy. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, if, if the Twitter versus Dwight, if we're all Dwight's, yeah. then yeah, you're right. That is he would just be like, Jim would be a harmless troll on the internet. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Should we hop? Where do you want to go first? Westeros or um, Middle Earth? Uh, we've been starting with Hot D lately. Let's continue with that. We'll start with uh, Westeros. Okay. Um, what did you think of this episode that we got the time jump? I loved this episode. I Now, there are going to be a lot of... I, a couple of things maybe bump uh, against, but I, my main concern was the time jump and if I was going to feel connected. And I do. Not only do, are these performers, uh, um, Emma Darcy and Olivia Cook, really good, but they put the other actors that we do know amongst them. So it's like really, I don't know, it's like, <laughs> it's like a really sort of half-baked nostalgia already because, you know, we see, oh, there's there's Patty Considine. We know him. And you see all these other familiar faces, which grounds mm-hmm. you. And then you just have the the two of them. And, um, yeah, it's I mean, it's a big jump. But I, this is exactly what I thought, which was, like, this entire first five episodes now, even now, just feel like our intro prologue. They're filling out stuff that even the book doesn't really focus on, which is the relationship between Rhaenyra and and, uh, Allison when it's good and sort of what happens because now we're so much more invested. Well, we should be. I don't know about you, but I feel more invested um, going forward. So I really think that this episode kicked it into a new – it was like a pilot almost, but it worked for me. Um, big time. What did you think overall? What do you think? Um, I'm I'm now way more into the show. Yeah, this is what I wanted. Good. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I think I so. Have, yeah. I still have my issues. I still think that episodes one through five were meh. Um, I'm glad now we have that history. I'm rethinking my comment earlier in the these episodes where I say like I wish these had all been done as flashbacks because I I, I maybe some things, but quite frankly, like. It's good to have the history, obviously. Um, uh, but um, these, listen, I think that the young actors were spectacular. This is on a whole different level right now. Completely like, agree. Not only in that, but now the writers have juicier things to work with. Game of Thrones is boring when it's straightforward. Game of Thrones is interesting when there's actual strategy. The whole idea that the Hand of the King's son was like the bastard father of the Queen's, you know, like, and and that whole um um and for all of that and then you have Allison who like it's like why do you care so much because like but also like but it's what her dad as a young girl what her dad put in her head and for ten years this like bug that her dad put in her head has just grown and grown and grown yes she can't even like get on Renera's good side and like okay well what if you teamed up with Renera like like she's so disillusioned by what her father told her um, about like what would happen to her sons potentially. Like, it's just like, it's, it's frustrating um, to, as a viewer in a good way, because you're just like, like, what, like, why do you care so much? You're queen. Like everything's going to be fine. Well, you know what I mean? Like in, in rest, what, in what, this is a very good example of the Westeros is wanting drama for drama's sake and they create their own tragic destinies. If everyone just like shut up and didn't give a shit and just like enjoyed the fact that they're in power, then like, fine, who cares? Like, 
you're all still going to have like all the spoils and not be a peasant on the street, but they just can't keep their dicks out of each other's shit. Like, no. and, 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 and this is a way more interesting way to tell all of that than any, this episode was so much better than anything in any of the earlier five episodes for me. I, I, I listen, do I, I still, I don't, there's some things I don't really buy. I think this show doesn't have enough patience. Like, the death of, um, what's her name? Lenora? I don't know their names. They're all oh, the same. Oh, yeah, Lenora. Lenora. Like, yeah. I, I, it happens so fast. It doesn't give you a chance to, like, they shock you with the death, but they just don't give it a chance to I know. breathe. We'll talk like, about it because the, that's the one, one of the biggest things you've, I bumped up against as a book reader too is that you don't get to spend enough time with certain characters, one of which, well, we'll talk about Lenora. Well, yeah. let's, oh, the one thing I want to say just sort of overall too was that I thought it was smart to connect the reason that Allison and Renera have tension, obviously the lie that we know from episode five. I thought it was really smart to connect the same theme to what Allison's mad still about now, which is the fact yes. that Renera is sleeping around with someone else and those are not her children. Uh, you know, those are not um, uh, Lenore's children. So that that's that's smart to me. Again, it's a little bit strange because it's like, wow, for 10 years, you've just been like harboring this like this, this petty issue. But it's just, it's all she has. And I think- it's rearing its head in other forms and it's right. just more lies and more just nastiness that she just thinks is irresponsible. And she's also really religious. Don't forget. Yeah. So yeah, and that, I, that's I, smart. I would also say that like, whenever I watch something now, I think to myself, why are they telling the story now? Why are they telling the story from this time frame? Why are they? And, and for me, the reason that they're telling it at this point is because the lie and the rumors have become so what they, they call them like dark shadows over our house and dark shadows, our family. Like this is the point in which she has to do something. So you have the Sir Christian Cole fight with the, um, Joffrey. What's his name? With, no, Joff no. With, um, Oh gosh. With Harwin, this episode. Har yes. Harwin. The courtyard scene. I loved the courtyard scene. Yeah. So you have that sequence. So that comes to a head. You have the dark, um, you know, you have, um, Renera uh offering her um her son's marriage to their daughter like Helena. all these things yeah and at the end she ends up going to Dragonstone and like this is really what's this is really what's starting everything those 10 years in between was just like probably lie after lie after frustration after frustration and now when she is pledging that her son's hand be with their daughter like that would just be diluting their targaryen heritage even more whereas out like and and which like does allison care like because her, you know she's very loyal now at least to the hightower family and like it just fast like this is so much more fascinating than anything that happened before this like, i completely and, agree and even matt smith's damon character like he's a total not totally different but like there's like a significant change in him. He definitely seems a little bit softer. Um, he definitely, he's been enjoying his life. And listen, he's given the same choice that Viserys is giving in the pilot. And he kind of doesn't really do anything. He doesn't really say anything. He's, he doesn't know what to do. Like, Well, 
he doesn't choose the Viserys path, but also she has agency in this, in this version. Yes, totally. But yes, you, you get the but, sense that he was not going to be able to make that choice or yeah, probably have, make the same one. Yeah, you have three very different birth sequences um, for these characters in, uh, in the pilot and then two in this one. And yes. two of them resemble each other. And you have the Renera one, which was an was a was a fa- we could start from the top was an incredible opening scene that really pulled me in. We were also eating lunch. Oh, oh when I watched God. The scene. So well, okay, but that's okay because it was just her face for most of it, which I loved. I was listening to yeah, an interview but you with had Miguel Sapelchings. Yes. Well, yeah, especially with subtitles. You'll see that word. Um yeah, the that was a I, I was listening to an interview with Miguel Sapochnik, um, and he was saying that that they really wanted to show a, a different kind of ecstasy with birth, which is like, you do see this agony, agony, push, push, push. And then like the complete joy that you see where like almost all a race, just like crazy awesomeness of this birth, but then choosing to do a one shot when she's just done this and she has to <laughs> go because Allison wants to see the baby to see what it looks like. And I love how she's like, yeah, you're right. I should be in bed, shouldn't I? And then, <laughs> then her, her dear husband, Lainor, comes in. And he's like, do you want me to go with you? And she's like, uh, yeah, I need some help. And I love their relationship. I mean, I'll, you know, it's not, I'm sure there's a lot. There's, we get later on, there's flaws. But, like, I really like their relationship. For and- their scenario that they're in, it's a very – lovely situation they've set up for each other yes until now Un- where right. there are whispers but yes i loved that um they built that set basically for this for this moment they thought i think they thought that it would just connect us with the, with her more this big time jump with her more not just seeing characters arguing in rooms but like to see the moments in between where they're wandering up the staircase and through these halls seeing christian Kristen Cole and like they have a moment and you just there's just all this history there that now we know about and can we yeah can we just take one second to say how ridiculous it is absolutely insane that they only aged up four of the actors well again I liked that because it 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 made me feel more at home but who didn't they age up Sir Christian Cole. Well, he got facial hair. Yeah, and like a, a, a you know, a different and a like bad a attitude. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, like he's Christian he's a Cole, punk. Christian Cole wasn't aged up. Um, Laris, whatever his name is, the rat, the the rat thing. The, okay, bear. yeah, Laris looks the same. The um, the Lord Lord of Whispers, but yeah, so but everyone else was was attempted Harwin, to be aged what's up. His name Harwin. Oh, they oh. gave no. They gave him some bags. He grayed yeah. him a little bit. They. I'm gave not even. I'm Diva, I'm talking about recasting actors. Like, if Christian Cole's only supposed to be like, like sure, he's older, but like, and, and I understand that they are younger, so the, obviously there's going to be more growth in those 10 years. But also, like, I know it's television, but it did take me out for a second, and then I got right back in. I'm not going to think about it for the rest of these episodes. But when yeah. you see Renera, like, as a totally different fucking person, yeah. and then you see, like, Sir Christian Cole literally looks the same, except for like a super cool haircut and facial hair. You're just like, okay, like I'll, I'll, it's fine. It's a TV show, but like it, that that did take me out for just like those couple seconds where I just chuckled about it, 
and then I kept uh, on. Like, I, I'm yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I think what I like is that they looked they looked so young. The girls looked so young, which was great because it just reminds you how like early they have to start this bullshit. But also, yeah. I know that there will be later time jumps, and I don't know that it, it might have gotten quite ridiculous if they started as like playing twelve year olds or fifteen or whatever, and then they're like seventy five or I don't think they're gonna get that old, but. Um, you know, I, I think this is, I, I also don't know if they just, I, I know that they were the girl, the younger girls were cast second. So I don't know if they were like, you know what, let's just cast two younger actresses to be those two roles last, like toward the end of their, you know, pre-production. And they decided they were going to do that. Um, so I'm curious if that was always the plan or if that was more of a last minute change before they got started. But I do know that the actors never really, the, the, the Emma Darcy and Allison and Emma Darcy and Emma and Olivia Cook spent time together. And then of course the two younger girls uh, spent time together, but they did not speak to their old counterparts at all, which I think it makes, you know, Miguel Sapochnik was like, I think that kind of makes sense because it would just be almost too as And I think as, as a, someone who was an actor, like, I don't know, where do you even begin? It's like, okay, do we want to like, how, what are we going to talk about here? Like what mannerisms mm-hmm. we're going to do? It's going to be contrived. Like, what do you even talk about? So it works though. Like they, they work, they look like them. They, they, uh, just have gotten older. I, yeah. And I, lo- I think Olivia cook is awesome. Oh, see, I love, think- yeah. No, you, you say what you love. Well, I wanted to move on to the masturbatorium. <laughs> oh, uh, that- sure. I loved that scene. I mean, first of all, it was disgusting. And I also think that's the same window that um, Tomlin jumps out of. Tomlin jumps out of. Yeah. It is. Um, So that was just. Yeah, I think it is. So that was just hilarious and disgusting. And then just like, boy, mom, just like, get down from here. I've talked to you. (laughs) Just, just no. Like, uh, let's not even discuss. And then when she's just like, you are the challenge or whatever i oh yeah, yeah i loved that um something i do want to bring up and talk about is how absolutely spectacular what emma darcy is oh i love her emma or emily emma yeah everything about her is so good in this episode from her hardened ext- she what I love about this is, and why I like these better and why these actresses are doing a little bit more for me, and it's probably, obviously they're older, um, both as characters and as actresses. She goes from, man, her, I don't, I, her, rel, her, her relicom with everybody based on who she's with is absolutely fascinating. She puts on a different mask, if you will, when she's with her father, Versus yeah. when she's with her father and her stepmother versus when she's with just her husband versus when she's secret um, listening in on the hands conversation with her son. Like she really puts, I don't know if we actually saw her true self in this episode. You know what I mean? Like the, I think the truest self we saw is when she was saying goodbye to um, <sighs> Harwin to, to Harwin. Um, but oh, like, and they couldn't I, even touch. Like that was so sad. What a, she and my favorite is her mannerisms when she's at the table with everyone else and she's like lounging in her chair like a bored teenager like i absolutely ate up everything she was doing i think she's a spectacular actress i cannot wait no pun intended oh no pun intended 
I can't wait to see the fire that she brings in these yeah. episodes, excuse me. And her battling with um, Olivia Cook, who is just like so kept together. Um, and in that final scene, when she's horrified with what happened and realizes that now she's trapped too, based on what she's done, is yeah. just like, just absolutely phenomenal. And I am just like, I am so much more interested in what's happening now than I was interested in anything in the first five episodes. The first five episodes felt like an extended prologue that I needed only two or three lines of. And this feels like the real meat of what we're going into. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was really her when she was in the secret passages again, that, she, that Damon taught her about when she's overhearing the strong conversation, when she was sort of panicking that, that felt really raw when she was hearing, um, you know, the hand father strong with Harwin. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I really loved that. It, I, I, I'm frustrated that we didn't get to spend more time with Harwin though, because I, I was rewatching the other episodes and I realized that he, does stop her in the street of silk on the street of silk when in the Damon um, King of the narrow seas episode, when Damon takes her to like the brothel, um, he stops her and he's like, all right, go on son or whatever. Like he knows it's her, but he lets her go. That's him, but he has a, a helmet on. So you hardly even know. And then of course he's, he's more of an active participant in the wedding episode. He's dancing with her at one point, which I did not yeah. remember. So and his brother whispers to him, talks yeah. to him. So yeah, for the cheap seats in the back, like the she's so, wearing green. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's there, but that's, that's sad to me only because it's a really, I don't know. We could have gotten a little bit more, but they filled it. They, they filled it in nicely. I mean, you see the, when he, she brings the son, she brings Joffrey back into the room and, and you see their goodbye and you see how he is with the boys in the courtyard, which so like, I will say, ugh. I, I don't, I would have loved to have spent more time with him. However, I think this episode, his performance and the scenes that were provided did an excellent job of making me empathize with what he was going through and how Renera felt about it. I do not feel the same way about Lenora. So let's talk about Lenora. So, um, yeah, I think that this was a lovely showing for Damon to, you know, we see sweetness in that character. I think he does love her. I think that she's a wonderful mom and she's, she loves him. Um, he's enjoying the vacay life, no politics. It's done. It's, it's, do, it's doing well for his stress level. Like he's yeah, it, happy. It, it's almost there. like, it's almost like he was an, he's an addict to that drama. And when he like removed it from his life, he was able to like find something a little bit more grounded um, and now that his grounding is gone, he's, things are going to happen. Um, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating observation. So she has claimed um, Vagar. She's claimed the oldest dragon it, that they know of in the world, which is really, really cool. And I wish we could have seen her get him because I think she gets him when she's like 12 or 15 or something. And we know she was talking about him in the courtyard with Viserys in like this first or second episode. Yeah. She's the one that's like, you know, have they seen him? And they're like, Oh, we think he's, we saw him in a place that's sort of near Driftmark. So it would have made sense, but that's a huge deal. And she's a, such a horse girl. She's like, loves dragons. Such a horse girl. <laughs> so she like, that would have been really, really cool. And it was cool to see them flying and like flirting in the air with the fire and everything. That was awesome. But what's, what I liked about this, even though we didn't get a lot of her, which would have been cool is that in the book, she 
she is dying. She is dying because she's having the same childbirth issue. But this lasts for like a week, and she's trying to get. She's trying to have like a dragon rider's death, and she's trying to get to Vagar, and she just can't get there, and she dies like on the steps, a couple days later, trying to get out to Vagar, and and Damon finds her dead there. But in this, they let her get to him, and she got her like warrior's death, which. Yeah, it was like really, really uh, just moving, harrowing, sad, great. I don't know. It was a lot of things, but it was emotional for me. It was not for me for two reasons. One, it needed more time to breathe. Um, I needed to I, I needed to believe that it happened so quickly that I actually thought that because Tar as far as I know, as Targaryens are immune to fire. And so I thought she was trying to burn the baby out of her. And like, so like, I thought, I did not think she was trying to kill herself. I thought she was trying to like heal herself in some ways. Oh, The dragon could. And I just didn't like, also like, I didn't know what her decision, I had actually to go online and look up why did she kill herself? Like, because like, it just wasn't super clear to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, That makes sense. Yeah. Because it it needed to breathe. To me, it no pun pun intended. It needed to breathe a little bit more. I mean, she says a thing. She's like, I don't want to be here like a fat royal person. I want, I want to worry. Like if I'm going to die, I want it to be at home with blah, blah, blah. So she, yeah, but I know I get it. That's, it's good. It's good that you have my perspective and, and yours because I of course have read and you haven't. So that's, yeah, that's, that might've not been super clear. I was so right. taken by the fact they let it, her get to him that I was like, yes! Sure. I, I, I totally understand where yeah. that's coming from. I did not have that experience. But, um, and, and actually, to me, that was the weakest part of the episode, even though it was like, a, it's a good character moment for Damon. It's disappointing because this woman's death is a good character moment for a male mm. character. But like, you know... That's Game of Thrones for you. I also am sad because in the books, Rhaenyra and her have a really good relationship. Like, she's there when she dies. She spends a lot of time with her. So I would have liked to see that, but I know there's just no time. The best they did as I was watching the old episodes was that when she go, when uh, Rhaenyra goes out to Driftmark um, to hang out with, Cor- with like, that family, with the Valerian family, um, Lenora like takes her arm. It's like let's go see what's for breakfast, and they're like mm-hmm. walking cousin or whatever. But they they have a, they grow and have a really special relationship. So that we didn't get to see. That's okay. Um. So yeah. So Chris. So the courtyard scene. I don't know. I just I loved it. Um. Viserys. Like I just feel bad. I really like him, which is great because in the book you really don't. You just see him as an ineffectual leader which of course he kind of is and he certainly didn't teach Renera like anything. He kept just yelling at her for things she didn't do, but he just it's once again it's like this parent that's blind but with nothing but love for their child, which reminds me also of Cersei in like a weird twisted way, like sure. People love their children and um I just yeah, I can just he is like the only shield stopping so much from happening. Yeah. And so- it's, he's not long for this world, so um, do you have predictions on how long he'll live? Well, I know how long. Well, I actually. Uh, um, In this series. Yeah, like, I don't know. It, they'll, yeah. Because like, spoiler alert, he's going to die. <laughs> yeah. And that is going to be the inc- exciting action. He's, lo- he's losing limbs. It's all. It's pretty yeah. bad. Um, I think. I think he looks probably, like the keeper. So I th- I'm I ignoring what I know from the book. 
I feel like we're going to get him actually until the end of the season. Oh, One, really? I think, well, because how many episodes are there left? Three? Yeah, uh, no, four. There's, oh, there's this is four? A ten, this is a 10-episode okay, so season. It might be the penultimate because mass, I guess I am, I'm not going to say, say anything, but um, with the knowledge I have of the book, there's massive events that are repercussions, obviously, for his death, like what happens next. And I know they're going to want to at least do a little to get us really wet our appetites for next season. So I feel like we'll, I think since the penultimates are always really fierce, I bet something will happen in the, in the penultimate, but that would, but if they're following the books chronologically, the order of things, then there's going to be another substantial time jump. So I don't know. I, whatever, more importantly, what are your predictions? Cause I just know too much. I don't know. Um, I know a little bit of what happens down the line with these characters. So um, I'm wondering if I'm wondering if this happens soon and then there's a lot of fallout. The rest of the season is the fallout from it. And then I, I have some ideas of what would happen in season two. Because um, I think it's going to be three seasons, they said. Yeah, I mean, the main dance would probably is probably going to is going to tip off the end of this season and then the second and third will be the the serious shit. I mean, here's a question. Do do okay, serious spoiler alerts here. Serious serious spoiler alerts. Um skip ahead if you really don't want to know what's going to happen. Like I'm I'm super super serious. These are like big plot points. Um, yeah, are, we'll put our timestamps in the show notes, so you can just skip to our Rings of Power discussion. I'll, I'll yeah. if you, if in the or just skip like I don't know, two minutes. Go on. Do you think they kill Renera at the end of this season, or like end of season, mid season two? Like, like I don't think she. I think that she doesn't last until like I think the bulk of this series is going to be like her, you know, like her children with her uncle. Like, like, you know, like all, like all of that stuff. I, I, does, like, do we think that Renair doesn't make it out of season one or do we think she doesn't even make it out of season two? I think she's, I think she'll make it in season two. I think that, that they'll draw that out a little bit. You think um, so? Yeah. Like, that's not going to be the big Ned Stark surprise. You know what I mean? Oh, um, no. I feel like that's the Viserys. Like not a surprise, but what, I mean, we know Viserys is not long for this world, but I think. Right. What happened? So again, Fire and Blood is the account of various sources. So right. there are various sources that say what happened when he died, and some of it's cr- pretty crazy. So I think that they're going to pick one, um, just like they did for Damon killing Rhea. That's not necessarily Rhea. That's not explicit in the book, but they took that liberty, and I love it, and it makes sense. Um, so I, I think they're going to make a choice and I think that it's going to get wild and chaotic, but I think, I don't know. We, we just got to know. I just, I just don't think they'll do it this soon, but now I don't know. You're making me think maybe they will. I'm not through the book yet. So I don't know, like if the kids massively take over the story and it, and like they, their older counterparts are going to be the leads of next season. If it's going to be like the crown, we're just like total new yeah. cast every season that's what it feels like and i'm i i hope it is because i i kind of like that um i like it in the crown and i like it here i think it it 
it's fascinating. It it makes you feel more ownership over these people as you know content because like you feel like you're grow watching them grow up and like you're more invested in that way. Yeah, my Does concern as I'm as you're talking and I'm thinking, my concern though is they spent they were so nervous about this big time jump that I think if they attach us to if they just give us two episodes with these people before they age them up and get new actors, like the kids, like, like El- eldest Aegon, for instance, right now, who could be like 27 in the next episode played by someone else. Sure. It's just going to be like, we're never going to connect to anyone because yeah. everyone's going to start dying. So I just think I, I, I feel like knowing how nervous they were for this and how I think that they now think they've done it, that, they at least will finish out the season this way. But you might be right. It could be that next season it's not this way. I'm very curious. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say is, do you still think that he's turning into a rat? Um, <laughs> I really like this theory because, again, the rats are getting in somehow. Now, I know it's to show that the place is in decay and that, like, there are secrets abound and there's place, there's passages that not everyone knows about, including Viserys. But, like... There's there's something with these rats. Now there is a character called the rat catcher in the book, but uh and for those of you who know what that is, maybe they're going in that direction, but I don't think so. So I don't know about that. What I do know, and I do is I do want to talk about Laris. So um yeah, so he is the torturer of the castle. So he is allowed to go down there and like cut off tongues. That's like his thing, and he's obviously loves it. Um, but yeah, he's scary. I'm uh, I do not think that Allison honestly she she spews decency and propriety but then she surrounds herself with these horrible people versus Rainier who actually surrounds herself with really lovely people and yeah. well Allison's know, she, a hypocrite yeah and and she she's really found her way into the system she's sitting in on the council now she doesn't even leave the room when the hand wants to talk to Viserys like she's there and and she's She's come a long way, baby. But um, I just oh, think, man. yeah. Oh, Olivia Cook's performance when she thinks that she's actually going to get proof in that moment. You could like feel her breathing heavier, like she's watching a, like a scary movie. Like she's finally about to find it out, and he's like, "I, I, I'm, I don't want to expand on this anymore." That yes. was amazing. It was so good, and I really. I, I don't I think she was talking to what because she has no friends. She was talking to who she thought her friend was. I don't think she had the intention truly of offing the Harwins. Um, though she has to be careful of the position that she's she I mean, my my something I bumped against was I was like, You've been spending all this time with this guy. You don't know that he's creepy and cannot be trusted. Like that yeah. is wild to me. Like you've been having dinner with this man. Like you know that he's like a weirdo. So in the book, it's interesting. There are several different suspects for the fire. And I like this interpretation. There's people that thought that Viserys did it to get rid of Harwin. They thought Corliss did it because his son was cuckolded. People thought Damon did it because, of course, they blamed Damon for everything and he was, like, jealous. They thought the ghost of Hall did it. So, mm-hmm. but I like this. Um, it was uh, very awful, but I liked it. And I'm, yeah, I'm just, I was so sad. I did not see it coming. I mean, I knew yeah. it was coming, but I didn't know how it was coming. So, um, Allison's yeah, that was really, sad. Is, is Allison's an interesting character because here she is, seeming like she is the moral center, like she <sighs> needs to get the truth out. Meanwhile, she's hanging out with this jackup, and then she also like he goes and does a deed for her, but really it's for him too. And on top of all of that, here she is being crazy hypocritical, talking like, 
well, you know, the candidate of the king could never be impartial. My father would. And he was like, no, he couldn't. What the hell are you talking about? She's right. like, well, he would be partial to me. It's like, no, that's the most hypocritical bullshit. Like, come on. I mean, it's true. She lost her in that lie from Renera. She st- put her neck out against her father and she lost him right then and there, too. And I know yeah, she needs it's a guilt. Yes. Um, so Lara's thing. And I liked I liked the voiceover at the end. I really yeah, thought it was like shades of old Game of Thrones speeches. It was a really cool, almost inversion of Tywin's speech um, when he says, like, do you know what legacy is? I forget who he's talking to. Um, but it really made me think of how he, like, reveres children and the next generation and legacy and, like, that's all that matters. Where here, Laris is being, like, children are the whole problem. It's like a weakness and love mm-hmm. sucks and they're, they're, they're what ruin everything. So I don't know. I thought that was, that was really, yeah. That coming was really from, cool. coming from someone who maybe in that time period couldn't, wouldn't be looked at as someone to love or like, he's just like a very lonely, sad person who is obviously spewing his toxicity out. Yeah. Also helpful that the kids are in their colors because it's the, something that was really hard for me was like, since Renera has, has the blonde hair and so does Viserys. I kept thinking that the kids would be with the white hair would be Rhaenyra's. And even though that's like the whole thing is that they're not, but I just had to remember that the white hair are Allison's kids and Viserys and the dark haired are Rhaenyra's, even though she has white hair and just remembering like who's with who was challenging, but they do put them. I mean, it, I just had to remember it's like white hair and right. Viserys, but it was helpful that they're wearing like their colors. So you sure. can probably track it with that. Um, well, this is great. I'm glad that you that that this episode worked for both of us. And yeah, I'm I'm in. It was great. I'm I'm like yeah. Justin is one. He's one behind, and he finally watched the uh, wedding episode uh, today. So I'm just like, can you get on my level? Mm-hmm. Get to the time jump. Uh, listen, I still don't like love it, love it, but I'm way more invested now. Yeah, I, I there's plenty of issues with it, but yeah. um, I'm enjoying it. All right, shall we move? To Middle yeah. Earth. Let's head to Middle Earth. Um, all right, Brian. Thoughts? Feelings? I think Elrond's an asshole. I am, <laughs> fell asleep during this episode. I'm just waiting for something to actually happen. Um, I, I think it's beautiful, but it's boring right now, if I'm going to be completely honest. Um, uh, was And I was unsure of how that was a fla- that flashback scene. I'd love to ask you questions about that. And then... Um, yeah, I'm I'm I was very excited by the end of this episode because it felt like something grand was happening. Um I was glad to be with the Harfoots again, but I I I think Elrond's a tough hang. El Elrond is a tough hang. Elrond is an, is 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 truly one of my most frustrating characters on television right now. All the right. way that Well, let's start with Moria. So tell us what you feel about Elrond. The way that he explained what how like his situation to um Durin, Durin is insane to me. The <laughs> Just fact like that there's he, light and we have light and we're gonna run out of light. No, even before that, he's lucky that Durin like listened to him and was like got down to the situation. But he was basically like if you were in that situation, wouldn't you be like, listen, Durin, I was sent to you under the pretense that I thought I was gonna ask you for a furnace. But really, the elves were lying to me because this, they actually wanted the mithril. 
he like like I am so sorry. I did not know that this is why they sent me. But the, here's the situation that we're in. They just told me. Like that is a more understandable situation. He literally says like, "For I was sent to you for a reason that I was lying." I like he doesn't actually like he doesn't actually say that like he was set, like he says it in the most backwards way where Doran who he knows has a very bad temper just in general and holds grudges he explains this in a way that is so backwards that makes it seem like he was in on this grand plan and it is totally insane and Elrond I just I was watching the screen and like I was disgusted by the way that Elrond was talking to a friend he's like I must tell you I wasn't just sent to be a friend I was sent to find Mithril but I didn't know. It's like, what do you, why would you explain it this way? You dumb, dumb elf. Well, I took it as he wanted to, he thought excuses were, were beneath him. And he was like, I'm just, I was, a, I was part of this. Cause he does know, Celebrimbor does say like, well, you have a way with them. You go in there and talk to them. So it wasn't like he was in the total dark. I just thought that was him just being the bigger person and just being yeah. like, I'll just take responsibility for this and say I was yeah, part of it. But I don't know. I, he's lucky no, that that tactic not worked. Wrong. It was insane <laughs> to me that he was like, he was like, listen, I lied to you because I was looking for Mithril. It's like, you didn't know that. Like, <laughs> that's like a crazy thing to say. It's like, it's like, I don't know. It's like me visiting a friend's house and being like, listen, I I I didn't know that I was going to steal your, you know, wallet, but I did. It's like I accidentally put it in my bag. Like right. I don't know. It, it's I was insane. laughing when um uh Gilgalad, I want to say Gilgalad, but it's Gilgalad. Um was like are you is there something I should know down there? And and Elrond like pauses. He's like I swore an oath. And it's like, all right, so that's a yes. That's a yes. Elrond, you're the fucking worst. I hate <laughs> Elrond. I think Elrond is a is a total oh, like, I love Elrond, but I agree just, with you. Like I get the cat's the character. I get that that's the character. I'll say it again. I understand that that's a character, but I think he's a total wet blanket and like he deserves all of the dumb like he's not playing the game. He deserves all the dumb shit that comes to him. So what we should also say that this um, origin story for the Mithril is, um, so, sorry, that was my pencil, is a slight different uh, to canon. So um, we Elrond. saw that, yeah, with, we saw the, the, the tree with the, the elf light and then with the, um, the what's it called that gets Gandalf, I'm forgetting the name. Uh, of the evil the balrog Bal balrog right um so that's a different interpretation of the mithril mm -hmm. origins so we'll just say that but i'm okay with it um yeah so, i didn't care yeah. about that i just l runs an idiot anyway um yeah i the, the did you like this episode um there were a few things i bumped against in this one i will say that i rewound the last three minutes maybe seven times because i got goosebumps from sure. the parade into mm -hmm. town to the ships and the the soundtrack sure um and just the like score was incredible the score and like the costumes and just all the boys just like simping over <laughs> over galadriel when she gets on the boat and like ellen deal looks so good oh my god he's so fine like everything was just working for me 
the last like two minutes. Um, I made Justin come in. I was like, just watch the money in this show. Um, so that yeah. was that was pretty thrilling. But no, I did not love this episode. Um, I'm getting a little. I'm hoping that like next week will be the big turn. But I'm getting a little like sick of. Um, well, we'll go. Okay, so yes, the dwarf, the the more um, Moria plot is Moira? was a little strange yeah Moira Rose plot was very a little strange this week so I love being down there and I love Doran and I love those I like the characters but I need to see like all right so what's the point here like what do they want with the Mithril yeah. like, what's going on um and then we move to the Southlands which I'm getting re- like that's where the the meat is but yet I'm getting really like what is going on I get I'm getting very of um Bronwyn is is getting very like she's just try you know she's trying the same tactics she also why are they putting her in like this dumb apron and like everyone else is like in armor um anyway and um is Bronwyn the mom's name yes uh from homeland i forget I, uh, i'm forgetting the uh Naz, um Nazanin uh Boniati, I think that's how you say it. Uh, she, I love her. I love her in Homeland, but um, yeah, it's just like a lot of the same going over in the Southlands. So that's a lot. lot. Um, I don't like Waldrig is a dick. Um, not a fun hang. Uh, I don't. Is that the elf? No, uh, <laughs> that's our on dear. No, Waldrig is like the old crone who's like it's a power. Uh, the oh. one that like knows about who said like Have you ever heard of Sauron? That was. Mm-hmm. last week um theo is just annoying and that's the son the son and he uh so now we know first the thing was a sword then it was a key or uh, now it's a key before it was like a taking your life like gives you like a blood pincer i mean i don't know what this thing is all the so, above all the above that's you know so it's getting a little like all right what mm-hmm. what's going down here um and i don't understand i the so we see Adar with the orc and he's like basically saying that he still has a little bit of the light left in him, which allows him to be in the sun, but that it is depleting. And pretty soon he like, won't be able to do the sun anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious like what all that's about. Um, I don't, we obviously learned that Adar is not Sauron, which I never thought he was. So that, cause he's very insulted. I think he's insulted that like, He's either insulted that you would speak so ill of Sauron to think that he could just be a peasant like me, Adar, or he's insulted where he's like, I don't like Sauron. I'm a different leader, a bad leader. I have a, I have a question. Yeah. That was the, I'm still confused. That wasn't a flashback? The, the Which one? So Halbrand is talking about like how he did terrible things when he was in Southland oh, or whatever. Which, oh, well, good. Talk to, mm-hmm. And then... And then you're, was that Adar is that name? Of, I don't know anyone's name in this. Adar show. is Benjen Stark. Yes. Okay. The sc- dark Elf. Yes. So Benjen, yeah, the Dark Elf. Uh, so, yeah. Well, not, not Dark Elf. The, uh, yeah. the, the Thor of the Dark World. The scary elf. Yeah. So he's the scary elf who's like in charge of the orcs or whatever. I think and he like, like bred them. Yes. Yeah. So that's the, oh, that's the scene where like he's saying like, oh, well, if you want to pledge yourself, pledge yourself with blood and he wants them to kill the young guy. Yeah. That was not a flashback. No, the but, show, the show, absolutely 
editing wise made that seem like Halbrand ran into this dark elf like as a youngster and like we were trying to get like the editing made it feel like a flashback. All right. Well, Brian, the editing made you notice that. But I think I think if we're going to jump to Sauron watch, I think that that it was so weird that they paired that with Halbrand's speech because I'm like, are you affiliated with the evil that's going on? In the Southlands, because yes, you're right. They were pairing it. It was a voiceover during Mm. that scene. So I'm like, why are you doing that? So, okay. So we basically talked about Southlands. So now we'll go to Numenor. So here's my Sauron watch. So I'm slowly thinking that I'm wrong. But then sometimes it happens where I think I'm right. Because in this episode, when she, when Galadriel is talking to to try to convince Halbrand, and the if you watch this, she says that sometimes to find the light, we must first tar- touch the darkness. She says the yeah. line that her brother said. And then he says, what do you know of darkness? And the music switches. And they're pairing it with the stuff with Adar. And then when she talks about her brother and what happened, he's like, I'm so sorry, like, for all of it. I'm like, you're... Why does it sound like you're apologizing for a lot of stuff right now? Like he says, I'm so I'm sorry for all of it. And it's like, you could be just being nice. I get it. But I don't know. It sounded like he was doing an apology for real. So what could be possible is that maybe Adar and the orcs kicked him out because he was ineffectual or like he was only half Sauron or like he was baby Sauron. And he wasn't quite ready to be Sauron yet. And he thought, all right, fine, I'll leave. And he gets on this cast, he's a castaway, and then he he actually maybe sees his life. Maybe Sauron's nice, and he's like, I'm I'm gonna try to start over. I'm gonna try to be a nice guy, and I'm gonna live in Numenor, and I'm gonna work at the Smithy, because I really like swords and metalwork, which is very sus. And I'm just gonna start this new beginning. And then he's like, All right, well, if fine, I'll go back and I'll see what I can do. And maybe. He maybe he returns to save everyone, but then he's like, I'm back for good. I don't know. I mean, good theory. It's not a good theory, Brian, but I'm trying to figure what out do you mean? why this is all connected because it's yeah, it's very strange. I don't understand. Or maybe he's just the king that was promised or I'm not, sorry, I'm. <laughs> I'm blending in my Game of Thrones. Maybe he's just the king, the long lost king that they need back and he's there to help. But he's so sus all the time. He's talking about darkness. Maybe he just killed people. I don't know. But it's all very weird. And then he has that sword move. And then she's like, "Mm, you ain't just no sword guy. But side note, I loved that scene. Great fight choreo. Yes. In the courtyard. Yes. Um. Halibrand's just in his element in Numenor. It was really nice to watch that. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. The the things that were weird in Numenor, why is the sister, like, crying in the street? <laughs> I, I Wasn't that weird? Yeah. There's, like, I, I, all this little fascist talk from all this, like, younger generation who are, like, don't go. Like, we're the better race. There's, like, all this weird... Weird vibes. The boy, um, Farazad's son. Asleep during this part. Okay, well, f- probably Farazad's son 
uh, is like, don't go. And he's like, well, I'm going to go because this is like really good for us all actually. And I have my own like MO to go do this. And then the daughter, um, she's like, please make them stop. Let don't let them go to Middle Earth. And so he jumps on and tries to light the ships on fire, and that goes awry because Sildor stops him and saves mm-hmm. him. And so, of course, I guess she's upset that they're all going to war because he because Sildor is like walking through the street and's like, "Yeah, I get to go to war, get to go to Middle Earth." And then you know, and Ellen Deal's going, her father's going, but I'm like, "Do you guys not speak? Like, did you not know no, he was they going?" Clearly, do not speak. And she's like bawling in the street. I'm like, "Are you going because you know they're never going to come back?" And I'm curious if this is going to be it for the Numenor story, or if they will come back one more time. Because I did want to see them take the Palantir, and I did want to see them take um, Narsil. But anyway, um, yeah, that was very strange. I don't know why she's crying like that. I don't know why there's all these little fascists running around in Numenor. <laughs> it was very strange. Um, but they're on their way. So I think we're into the good stuff now. That would be great. Um, <laughs> lastly, the Harfoots. All right, so like he's a wizard. <laughs> Is what I guess he's literally wearing wizard statement sleeves. Yeah, even before he did the magic power, he's literally in this cloak with like, like, um, who's like the wizard from like King Arthur? Like, uh, Merlin. He's Merlin. He looks like Merlin. Yeah, you know, obviously, I mean, he's a wizard. They clearly are trying to establish why the wizards are so connected to the hobbits um and i yeah, think this is I think where you it might begins. be right and now that we're past the fight like honestly i'll be disappointed if that character ends up being sauron oh it's not sauron and i don't know if it's gandalf i really hope it's not gandalf i'll be no, disappointed if it's gandalf i, I, I just think it's, it's another nameless wizard, wizard. yeah Agreed. even if it's saruman that's fine um so saruman i'm wondering do you think that could be the other guy the weird one with the plate and the dress and the crazy eyes hmm. uh so yeah we see those guys and everyone in the in the on twitter like weeks and weeks and months and months ago thought that was gonna be sauron everyone was pissed like hashtag not my sauron mm. but i don't think that's supposed to be sauron i don't know who no, that is. no i don't know who that is either but i'm some I'm like interested. religious heretic or something yeah that'd be um, my guess Who's looking for the man on the moon? Because they showed the moon right before it. Yeah. Um, I think those are the same dead marshes, though, that the Harfoots are going through, which is cool. We know those from uh, Fellowship or from Two Towers. Um, but my favorite part of the episode, other than the last three minutes. Oh, interesting. Were the songs. Yeah, that was lovely. That was, I was like crying because first of all, that's such a huge part of, of, of the books, the Tolkien books. There's so much song. Now, when I was younger and I read it, I was like, skip, skip. It yeah. can't possibly do anything to the plot, so I don't need to read it. And I, I get to leave – I get to skip two whole pages now yeah. just for the songs. So I was like skipping. Now I'm like obsessed for, with the songs because they like have so many clues almost. Mm-hmm. So I love that. And I just love the idea. Of course we get the not all who, are, who wander are lost. Yeah. Which is the idea – that obviously, like almost magpie, like was 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 carried thousands and thousands of years that made it, its way into Bilbo's song. Like imagine Poppy's little wherever her mother heard it, you know, from generations, and like it finds its way 
yeah. into the current stuff, which I think is I like so that. cool. So that was like my biggest, like, oh, hell yeah. I mean, we got this, we got the singing to the stones last week, the the cave, the mm-hmm. mountain. And then this week we got this. So that was that was really awesome. Yeah, I like so, it too. Uh, and then I think we got another song in this one too. There's somebody else who sang in this one. But um, yeah, I that was digging that. So yeah, I don't know. I'm really hoping that next week. I don't want to wish any of these episodes away because I love it so much. But I was this, I was getting a little impatient with this episode. I will Definitely. I will agree with you there. Um, so yeah, we have how many more episodes of this one? Three. Weesh. Right. Yeah. Wait. What episode was this? Five. This was five. I yeah, keep thinking three. it's. I think this is only eight. Okay. So. Um, yeah, I mean, what I'm guessing is that the battle, this like baby battle, will be sort of maybe a penultimate. I, I don't mm. think it. I don't think a climax will be more than just this, though. Um, I think they'll yeah. save the other stuff for the next next season. Yeah. We'll see. Well, nerds, truth has many flavors, Your Grace. But we hope you had as much fun as we had, and we hope you'll join us next time for our coverage of the very next episode of She-Hulk and Andor. As a small universe and a multiverse of other nerdverses, the subscriptions, follows, and reviews are super important for us to grow. So be sure you subscribe to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And follow along on the other socials. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. At the Nerdverse Pod. We thank you so much for listening and following along. Please keep telling all your nerdy friends about us. And remember, a wise sailor flees the storm as it gathers.